Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. This podcast is for movie lovers. It's not an unbiased opinion. It's not a straightforward review. It's just a couple people talking about a movie that they love. The format is each week I have a guest, and that guest and I discuss a movie that they love, something they're obsessed with, something they connect with. We'll talk about the plot, the director, and the actors, but we'll also talk about the personal connection my guest has with that movie. So if that sounds like something you want to listen to, keep listening. This is Lisa, and uh, you're witnessing an episode of I Love That Movie. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, please clap. Um, <laughs> um, so, you know, this podcast is for movie lovers, as I always say, and um, basically each week a guest picks a movie, and we just talk about that movie. That's it. So it's not an unbiased opinion. It's not like a review. It's just two people chatting about a movie that they like. It's a very (laughs) biased opinion. (laughs) And so this week, I have a couple guests to my right here. Um, They are returning guests. They've been on a few times. Say hi to Nick. Hello. And Courtney. Hello. Um, And so for anyone down there that's not familiar with you two, uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Uh, Well, as Lisa said, I am Nick. I am her husband. <laughs> and also, movie lover. And movie lover. I do like movies. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I've, I've been on a few times. Uh, I think I was on the first episode. You were. And don't this, listen to that one. No. <laughs> just, just, just don't. Start about a, a year in. <laughs> yeah. Um, Being and honest. Yeah, that's, that's me. What, yeah. what, and do you, what do you do? What do I do? Yeah. What, 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 don't, what do? don't I do? Uh, well, I, uh, I, I'm here. I'm on the podcast occasionally. I build props. You can find my stuff at Wardco Props on, I think, most of the mediums. Mm-hmm. Instagram. Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, Facebook. The twits. End of list. All right. Uh, I am Courtney. Um, some of you may know me from my cosplay moniker, Victoria Bain or Vicky Bain on Instagram. Uh, I did the craft episode and I also did the American Psycho episode, which has also earned me the nickname, hey, you're that American Psycho girl. (laughs) Dream come true. Dream come true. Fulfilled, even. Uh, I um, am a cosplayer. I primarily do, um, well, I say primarily, but I do a lot of Sailor Moon cosplay. Um, I also take wig commissions, so if you're ever looking for any of that, come right to me. All right, so let's go ahead and before we jump in. Let's introduce the movie that we're talking about. Do you, do you guys know why you're here? Do you, do you know what movie we're talking about? <laughs> no, Some enlighten them. Uh, that would be Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> yes. Yay! <laughs> so yeah, we're all fans of that movie, and so we decided to watch it and discuss it. So in case you've never seen Big Trouble in Little China, this is not spoiler free, so leave right now. Leave and go watch, and go watch it immediately. <laughs> we'll <laughs> but, wait for you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait. But here's the quick synopsis: uh, When trucker Jack Burden agreed to take his friend Wang Chi to pick up his fiance at the airport, he never expected to get involved in a supernatural battle between good and evil. Wang's fiance has emerald eyes, which makes her a perfect target for an immortal sorcerer named Lo Pan. 
David Lopan, uh, and his three invincible cronies. Lopan must marry a girl with green eyes so he can regain his physical form. Now Jack must save Wang's fiance from Lopan and his henchmen and win back his stolen truck. But how can he defeat an enemy who has no body? So yeah, that's, uh, that's the synopsis. Um, and before we jump into more, I want to talk to you guys about when, when did you see this movie? Like, when I, was the first time? Well, ooh, I think I was like, I was uh, way too young. <laughs> um, I, I want to say I was like seven or eight. And I didn't, obviously, I didn't see it in theaters because it came out in 83 when I was born. But um, I had, we had it on VHS. And I remember being in my grandmother's living room, sitting on the couch, having my mind completely blown by <laughs> like the special effects and like just the story and the curse words and uh yeah like i watched it all afternoon that's awesome i think it came out in 86 that did it mm -hmm. uh, you might be right right yeah. okay go ahead Nick. um i think same thing i feel like that's the beginning of every episode i'm in i'm like <laughs> i saw this movie too young but uh i think i caught it like on tv like I don't know if they still do that now, but like back in the day, like Sunday afternoon, they just like played just a block of movies. Yeah. And I think I saw it there and I really liked it. And I've seen it several times over the years. Probably, I don't know. I mean, I, it's not necessarily my favorite Kurt Russell movie, but I have seen it a lot. Yeah, Nick is a big Kurt Russell fan. He also did, did uh, Escape, the, uh, Escape from New York from, episode, yeah. really fun episode. <laughs> we both try our hand at reading lines to each other as Snake Plissken. <laughs> It's pretty bad. I actually had a couple people request me not to do that so anymore, but I enjoyed it, and that's what matters. Um, when uh, I think crap. I saw this movie like a year or two ago. What? So I'm the I'm odd one her. out up here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Embarrassing. Forced her to watch it. Pretty much, but uh, I own it now, um, and I bought they it on iTunes. A physical copy of this. It's, it's digital. Is it digital? It's okay. 2019. Just kidding. <laughs> so. hey, you know what? That's, that's not fair. Some people. I know. Physical I, I do media. too. I had a laser disc player when we were little. I they were like those big dinner plate things. <laughs> and like you had to like flip it over <laughs> to like, watch oh, the whole we thing. Got it. Wait, while I, yeah. <laughs> Cutting edge technology. Yeah, so I saw it like a year or two ago and I really like it. And the, the, one, the version of it I bought on iTunes had a lot of special features, which I feel like are going away, you know, and yeah, that's like really upsetting. Yeah, no one does commentary anymore. We'll talk about that, about <laughs> this one, because I did watch that. Um, but yeah, that's when, that's when I saw it. So I don't have a really special story about it. I'm so sorry, but I'm a fan. I've been converted, so uh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's jump into a couple quick facts. So the first one I have is that uh, John Carpenter and Kurt Russell explain on the audio commentary, really fun to listen to, by the way, uh, the test screening was so overwhelmingly positive they thought that it would be a big hit. Uh, however, 20th Century Fox put very little into promoting the movie, and it ended up being a bomb. Yeah. Uh, in addition, the film was released in the midst of the hype for Aliens, mm -hmm. uh, which was released 16 days afterwards. However, it went on to be a huge cult through home video, and Carpenter and Russell explained the reason the studio did little to promote the film was because they just didn't know how to sell it. It's kind of an interesting movie. I so. mean, that's an understatement <laughs> yeah. to say that it's an interesting movie. It is a, 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 a romp. 
Yeah, it's like, what's your movie about? Well, well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just give me money and I'll make it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it, it goes in interesting directions. Like, that kind of feeds into the next one I had was that John Carpenter envisioned the film as an inverse of the traditional scenarios in action movies with a Caucasian protagonist helped by a minority sidekick. Uh, Jack Burton, despite his bravado and constantly portraying he's himself as you know amazing and a hero, he's really bumbling, obviously, throughout this movie. Um, and so Wang Chi, on the other hand, is the one that's the skilled person, which I do appreciate that a lot about yeah. this movie. I yeah. think that's really cool that they did that. And I can see how that maybe went over people's heads. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially because yeah. they put Jack Burton like front and center on, on, the, on poster. the poster. Yeah. But he's not technically the main character. It's Wang Chi. That's true. Yeah. He doesn't do much. He does not. <laughs> <laughs> he does a lot of things wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know because I think that, I don't know, it's kind of like a meta moment with the character being like that because they're just always so ridiculous. And those. It was, this was like the time of like Rambo and, mm -hmm. you know, there were a lot of heroes like that. So this was sort of against the grain. But I think it's really cool that John Carpenter was such a fan, you mm -hmm. know, of of Hong Kong cinema and you can really see that in his casting in this movie you know a lot of the people that he picked to be front and center were people that had long careers that maybe American audiences might not be as familiar with mm -hmm. but if you're a fan of that and I feel like it came a little too early mm -hmm. like I almost feel like if the movie had come out like 10 years later maybe when everyone was really getting into those kind of films it would have done better yeah but regardless I mean some of the best cult I mean that's what yeah. makes it a cult classic is it didn't do well at the box office but it's amazing yeah, if you're like, well, what? You yeah. haven't seen this? All right, come over to my house. We're going to put the VHS yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to fire up the VHS player. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Rewind it. Yeah, tracking. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think it's a really fun film. Um, I love the effects. We'll talk about that. But yeah. yeah. Okay. So I have a couple questions for you guys oh. about John Carpenter. Oh. Um, what, what is your favorite John Carpenter film? The thing. Halloween. Good choices. God, that was hard. I didn't think you were going to answer that, that fast, <laughs> to be honest. I'm glad that's over. That was tough. Uh, I think for me it's probably The Thing. The Thing? Yeah. I just really love that movie I, so much. Yeah, it is good, but I don't know. Something about... Well, you're our horror girl. Yeah, that is I mean, true. she always picks horror movies, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, this is a slightly different question, may have the same answer. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite theme that John Carpenter has for his movies? Yeah, the horror films. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know that's tough for me because I feel like same director, same actor, but you take this one and then the thing and it's it it's weird. It's like, oh, these are the same people. Yeah. It's the same director <laughs> yeah. and same, same main character main uh main actor and they did something totally different. Yeah. But so I I don't know. I do I think the thing is my favorite movie, but going back to the theme, I think I like his cheesy action ones. Like this one, uh, Escape from New York. I yeah. think those are really fun. They are. Plus, you put Kurt Russell in that in role, and he'll he'll kill it. You put Kurt Russell. No in one else can do that. <laughs> and he will crush it. Yeah, I I think yeah I think it's probably the thing for me, um, but I also get this song stuck in my head really bad. Also, yeah. there's a really fun music video you can watch in the special features. That's terrible it's yeah, bad it's, it's, it's real really bad. bad it's just like john carpenter putting reels in and like monsters popping out of the reels and stuff it's really yeah, entertaining yeah. Maybe, maybe, i like that skip that one it's, it's kind of like what nowadays people would make look bad on purpose but yeah. i think in the 80s they thought it looked really cool so um my next question for you is uh which five merf five movies merf merfles 
Which five movies uh, has Kurt Russell done with Jordan Carpenter? Can I you love that Merfolk. Oh, man. I've got the answers right here. Well, You're going to have to take that one. I've, I've already said like three Two, of them. Yeah. Um, Escape from New York, Escape from L.A., The Thing, the thing uh, this one, China. Big Trouble in Little China, and Elvis, right? Yep. Is it Elvis? Is it? <laughs> It took me a second. You did it! Wow. This is so hard. You could have easily read my phone because it was next to you, but thank you for not cheating. <laughs> okay, so. It's busy looking out at that very packed part of the yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. The, the people who are here know what quality is. <laughs> they get it. These they people understand. get it. All right, well, let's go ahead and start talking about the movie yes. itself. Um, what, what, uh, what order do y'all want to go in? I want to. Let's. Okay, I'm gonna talk about my favorite scene from this movie. Okay, and that is the airport scene because it is utter chaos. (laughs) (laughs) Like it escalates so fast. Like I don't know, and it nothing makes sense. It doesn't make any sense because it's like they're there. They're picking up his fiance, and then Gracie is there, and. She, she's like looking for that girl, Tara, or whatever her name is. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, and then the, the Lords of Death show up for no reason. <laughs> and they have all of their weapons. It's like, did they not go through security? Or how did that happen? And then all hell breaks loose for no reason like like (laughs) they try and like take tara and but like gracie knows that they're there and she's like oh this is bad but it's like why why is it what are they gonna do like you have no indication that they're going to do anything maybe they're just there to go to sbarro i don't know Um, (laughs) but then like they try to grab tara and like they they can't get her and so they grab uh why can't I remember her name? Just, just grab anyone. They, they just grab her and they, they take off and that's how it pops off. And I'm like, wait, how did we get here? <laughs> we were just picking somebody up at the airport. <laughs> I think what I like about it though is you're slowly like eased into that world. Like the yeah. start of the movie is just an action yeah. thriller. And then all of a sudden it descends into like sci-fi, horror. Like, Fantasy madness. Yeah, and they kind of ease you in throughout the movie until you're in it and you kind of forgot yeah. that it started off so differently <laughs> yeah. like you once know? you're in there you're in there yeah how about you um i i think uh we were actually discussing this last night but one of my favorite it's kind of like two parts of the movie they um in the very beginning when jack is playing um for, they're all gambling because he i guess he just dropped off his shipment or whatever so yeah. he's just kind of mm-hmm. hanging out with everyone and so everyone's gone home, and it's him and Wang still gambling. And Wang's like, okay, double or nothing. I can cut this bottle in half with this knife. And Jack's like, yeah, okay, but use this bottle. Right. Because he knew it was a scam. <laughs> and so when he hits it, it flies at Jack, and he catches it. And you're like, oh, cool, neat, he, he caught it. And he's like, it's all the reflexes. And so you kind of forget about that, but then like towards the end of the movie, Jack has proved to be completely useless. <laughs> throughout the fight. I love that. Through every yeah. fight. That's another <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite parts. But, and so he's, he's up against Lopan, and he throws his trusty knife and just misses. completely misses. <laughs> it's such an awesome and, and you're like, oh, that's true. And everyone gives him the, oh, oh brother, look. Like, again? Oh, here we go. And so Lopan picks the knife up. Nice knife. Mm-hmm. 
and the throws it at him. And Jack totally just catches it and just throws, throws it right, right into his forehead. And it's like, oh, they brought it back. Okay. Oh, that's a good payoff. That's why they showed us that in the <laughs> beginning. That's how he defeats him. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know, for this type of movie, for how cheesy it is, I thought it was kind of cool that they literally had that full circle type thing going on. Yeah. 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 I It's hard for me to pick, like, a favorite scene. I'll say, I guess. That was pretty tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In general, so I like all of Jack Burton's lines. Yeah. Like, I love when he gets into that fight. I think it's at the airport. Yeah. And he's like, where did you, you get, get that? that? Yeah. <laughs> Such a weird question like, to ask. Takes so many he fights takes here. out a butterfly knife and he goes, where did you get that? It's like, what? What do you he mean? Bought it? He I mean, bought what, it. does he that matter? Out of his pocket? Like, what, oh, yeah, I just, I thought that was hysterical. <laughs> like, I laughed so hard. That's not the right hard. reaction to that. I also love when he shoots the ceiling. <laughs> he has that gun. Everyone's like, Doing the big I, battle is about to pop off. They all just took the, the, the serum that makes him super yeah. strong and powerful. And he shoots into the ceiling and knocks himself out cold. And he's at out the for like start of the fight. More than half that fight. <laughs> and then as soon as he gets back up, he he's fighting against one of the iron warriors, or I guess I, I don't know if they ever said what they were, but um one of the big like stone guys. And he kills it. But then it's like it's falling on, on top, top of him. him, so he's like pinned under this thing for the other half of the fight. I I forgot about that that was gonna happen, <laughs> and the second the knife came out of his shoes, I thought, "There's a problem here <laughs> with how that design." <laughs> and then when it happens, I was like, "Oh yeah, there's an issue. <laughs> That's not a good idea." Yeah. What if he steps? Yeah. But no, like the, the, seriously, like he he immediately knocked himself out, like instantly. Also, that scene where uh, he goes, follow the leader, and he opens that door, and all, oh, yeah. the, all the guys are right there. And right on like, the other side of the door. It's like, on second thought. Yeah. It's like throughout the movie, you're wondering how many chances yeah. everyone's going to give him to take the race. <laughs> <And it's useless. laughs> over and over. Other than his reflexes, he's useless. Yeah. Did you, the first time you saw this movie, did you forget about his truck completely? Yeah. Oh, yeah. the end? Speaking of <laughs> and he's like, my truck. And I'm like, oh, yeah. That's right. The Workshop truck. Express. But <laughs> yeah. also, also talking about forgetting about things, the, the girl at the airport, Tara, you see her at the airport, then you see her lady, late, later when um, they go back to Gracie's uh, office, and then you never see her again. There's no explanation as to why she's there. There is no explanation as to where like, she went. Like where she, yeah, like where yeah, was she It almost this felt like a time. rewrite or something because it's like she didn't have green eyes, so she couldn't right. come into play later. Right. But then, yeah, it's like, well, don't worry about it's it. Like, <laughs> are we not going to explain like, well, we're already why? This, but what are we going to do with her? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Like she just like doesn't come back up ever in the movie. Not even at the end. Like you don't see her at the end of the movie when they're all <laughs> like saying like, goodbye. No one's like, is out, she okay? Having, having she was your friend, right? Like I, I didn't ever think about it until like I watched it again recently, and I was like, wait, what is the deal with this? Who is she? <laughs> Did that drive you crazy? It did, because it's um. like, who are you? Why are you here? One of life's great mysteries. Yeah. Um, another thing I really like, oh, go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, uh, uh, I feel like I'm the guy that keeps doing the full circle thing. Full, full circle. circle with the conversation. When you when uh, you said, when Jack saw the dude pull out the knife, yeah. like, where'd you get that? Full circle. I like when he saw Gracie at the end in like the the wedding gown. He's like, "Why are you dressed like that?" Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He's like very confused the whole movie. <laughs> What's 
going on? What's going on? Can anyone help me? Well, I was getting married, and uh, he had to. The pan was going to marry me, and then also Mao Ying, and it's just, and it's like it's too complicated to explain to him. She gives up like halfway through. (laughs) Why are you dressed like that? Well, another thing that I really like about this movie is the production design. Yes. Um, it was, uh, his name was Lloyd Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, the guy that did the production on, like, The Thing. Yeah. Um, and you can really see that, especially, like, in the monsters and yes. stuff, too. Yeah, but, once you um, get, like, down into, like, the... The depths. The bowels of <laughs> Lopan's domain, it starts to get very, like, uh, I mean, at up top, it's, like, just a regular front, like, yeah. some business. But and then, then underneath, it's, crazier it's, like, and crazier. This... It's like a, this emperor's palace. Yeah, it gets nuts with with neon lights. Yeah, with yeah, so much neon, neon lights. <laughs> I was like, I like that. You know, a two thousand year old being named David. Maybe David maybe has he would. a palace full of neon lights. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he would be that out of touch though. He's like, I feel yeah. like we need to put neon in neon. here, and they're like, it's kind of tacky. And he's like, no, it it would look I really good with all. I that. think another <laughs> thing that I liked about that was that um, like when they're they're down fighting and like it's just like this full free-for-all and Egg and Lopin are like fighting each other but like Lopin does that oh he does it like thumb war thing yeah and he's like with his thumbs it's like it looked like they were playing a video game yeah the way Egg was doing it looked kind of it almost looks like he has like a bow and arrow or something yeah but just the thumb action like every time I see it, I just bust out laughing because it's like, what is that? I feel like if they did like an MST3K, it'd be like one, two, three, four. I declare thumb. <laughs> yeah, I loved. I like Victor Wong in this movie. Yeah. He's yeah. so good. Um, he's like my favorite character probably mm-hmm. in it. Uh, His voice. I just love him. Yeah. He's always going like. <laughs> <laughs> James Hong uh, Lopan. Every time I see him, I can't not think about that episode of Seinfeld <laughs> where they're at the uh, the Chinese restaurant and they're they're not getting there's like oh about 10, 15 minutes, and then like George is waiting for that call and he's like caught right, caught right, and I was like every time I see him and every time I I can't like not think about that like it's like I know that that's not what this is, but I can't not think about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what's what's your favorite monster? Like, I feel like there's so many oh, crazy man. monsters that aren't really explained. I forget their names. It's a cross. It's a cross between like straight up monsters. It's a, a tie between the sewer monster and the guardian thing with all the eyeballs. I love the oh, eyeball yeah, yeah, thing because yeah. it's so goofy looking and like it's there in like so two gross. scenes and it always looks super confused. <laughs> like it doesn't know why it, it was like it knows its purpose but it doesn't know why it's alive i like the face it makes when uh when it dies oh yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were watching the behind the scenes and like the amount of work that went into just that creature yeah. was amazing yeah, they had like, was, like 15 thousands of dollars to make it yeah for two scenes and there's like 15 people behind it operating it. So they're operating all, like, all the eyes. The eyes yeah, because it's, it's all these practical effects. Puff it up and everything. Yeah. yeah, and the same thing with that that monster from the sewer, which mm-hmm. I like kind of forgot about mm-hmm. when so I was like, watching the behind the scenes. I was like, when did that happen? <laughs> it happened so fast. Um, but they spent so much time on stuff that's only on screen for a few seconds, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but you have to, otherwise it doesn't look good. Yeah, it, it looked really good. That practical but, production value. I thought the monster scene was funny though, because when whenever you, it's about to happen, they look down in the water. Yeah. But then it, it comes out from above them. I'm like, yeah. is that like misdirection like, or was that just a mistake? It sounds like something is breathing in the water and then it's like up above them and you're like, oh, wait, what? What was wait this? Wait 
How did it get there? It's quick. How did that happen? It's very quick. It's very quick. It's like you shall not come out again. What show? What can't come out again? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I feel like that's when it starts, like, you realize that Egg is like a wizard. Yeah. And it's getting yeah. ridiculous, but Jack has not caught on yet. Yeah. He's like, I th- thought these were just gangsters, pretty much. Yeah. It's like, no, they're creatures. and It's like, after beings. everything that you just saw, you didn't believe that? That that was that was the point at which, okay, all right, okay, no. this yeah. is where you jump off. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, I, no. Nope. Oh, one other fact I forgot to bring up um, that I thought was interesting when we were watching the audio commentary, um, they were talking about the ending of the movie. Like when they first screen tested it, people didn't like the ending, or the studios didn't because they felt like Jack didn't look heroic enough oh yeah because it just kind of you know because he just so they, left <laughs> right and so they went back and they added the scene with with egg mm. um you know explaining all that stuff mm-hmm. and showing his lightning powers which were cool um but that kind of set up you know that he's like the hero yeah. of the movie yeah leave jack alone we're really attached to him after that one day we had with him yeah. <laughs> that he didn't do anything. And all he does is like deliver produce to us. Yeah, yeah. And pigs. Yeah. Right. Pork chop express. Oh, another unsung hero of this movie. I really like Kim Cattrall. I yes. think she's awesome yeah. in this film. I did like her. I, I did. Yeah. I like kind of forgot that she was in it until we rewatched like it. And I was like, minute, oh. Yeah. But uh, I think she's so funny. I think her instincts are really good. And, mm-hmm. and I, I like her character in the movie. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, she plays she's the really brains. well with, um, like, Kurt Russell-type character. Yeah, yeah she does. She really does. Well with the, the big bumbling dummy. And yeah. they have that sort of back and forth without it being, like, too mean. I don't yeah. know how else to say that. But, like, you know, she's funny, and she, she still likes him, but she's like, you're kind of really. stupid. <laughs> but like that's okay. It's kind of like the thing going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, come on, just, oh, just yeah. get over with. He's very, like, Han Solo. He's very Harrison Ford yeah. in this movie. But then he just, like... He just leaves at the end because he's he's married to the road, as it were. But like when when Margot's like, you're not even gonna kiss her goodbye. He's like, nope. <laughs> yeah, that, that wouldn't play well today. No, <laughs> at all. Like, um, he spends the whole movie trying to kiss yeah. her. <laughs> then he's like, and then he, he's like, you don't like me, and she's like, I do. And he's like, mm, I, I needed to hear you say that, and I needed to leave. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. And that was I'm pretty good. much it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um. Man. <laughs> so, so one thing I think is funny. Let's let's talk for a second about costume design. Yeah. Yes. Why was he wearing like. those boots you buy at like Scarborough Fair? Yes. <laughs> what was up with those boots? Like, they didn't like, seem to go with the outfit. Like, take the whole outfit. Okay, the the tank top, the the jeans, and why not give them like combat boots? Yeah. Or, or just like or just shoes. Work shoes. They look difficult to like put on. Yeah. It seemed like they had a lot of buttons. They've got those weird buttons that you like loop the laces around like, a <laughs> dozen like, hold times. On. I'll be there in, in 20. Yeah. <laughs> and he just ruins them by yeah, shoving right. that knife through them. You're absolutely yeah, then correct. He, well, th- I guess that's why he had to wear those because he installed that knife thing. Oh, yeah. there you go. It was I don't know, just, might I, come into play later. I just You see those a lot for sale like at Renfair boots and everything. Mm-hmm. They look like Renfair boots. They do. You're not yeah, right. he called them moccasins in the commentary, but I'm like, Right. I think that's what they are called. Okay. But also, why? Yeah. <laughs> it still doesn't answer our question. Mm-mm. I love his shirt, though. I want that shirt. I tried to buy it for this panel. <laughs> I was looking for it, but uh, Prime wouldn't have gotten it here fast enough. No. So sorry, everyone. Sorry. sorry I know that's why you came. Um, <laughs> only, 
just just go. Yeah, Nick Nick has uh, done a couple. You you've done a Kurt Russell costume before, right? You did. Um, by that I mean you laid on the couch and wore an eye patch. <laughs> and I just like took a like a video yeah. of you and you were like sitting down quoting. I think it. I was like just sitting. Yeah, we were watching uh, Escape just... from New York, and I just had a random eye patch on, <laughs> saying the the Snake Plissken lines. Oh my gosh! I do want to do a Snake Plissken though. You should. And a um, Jack Burton. That'd that be was fun. such a fun movie to talk Back about. Hair. I just enjoy that movie. Mm. Yeah, Lisa yeah. was like, how is his hair doing that? Mm-hmm. It just stays like that. Quaffed. It's grease. Truck, truck grease. Yeah, it's just grease. It's oh, bearing yeah. grease. I, so out of the three storms, who is your oh, favorite yeah, storm? Oh. Lightning. Lightning? Lightning is pretty cool. I thought rain was pretty neat, though. I like thunder. I like thunder because he blows up. <laughs> I kind of forgot that he could puff up or yeah. get bigger. And well, so when that happened, I was like, what's he happening? It, he does it the one time when they're in, like, when they're, they've they just busted yeah. out of their wheelchairs. And they, he grabs them and he, like, pops them off. But then, like, at the end, after Lil' Pan is dead, he, like, I don't think he's going to stop. And he can't handle it. I like how they knew what was happening. Yeah. They're like, he's going to explode. Like that, I wouldn't have guessed that. It happened so <laughs> it happened fast. Really fast yeah. And after it happened, I looked at Nick and I go, why did that happen? And he goes, I, I don't know. I'm like, okay, I just, it was a question yeah, I had. You a very Jack Burton answer. Like, I don't shut know. Up. <laughs> yeah. That, I, why I did he do that? I think it's lightning for me. Yeah, lightning. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It reminded me of Raiden. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. We all three had a different favorite. Yeah. I thought Raiden was pretty cool. Yeah. What? I liked all the gangs, too. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was really cool. Um, so I think we're getting to the portion where we will do some Q&A. Yeah. So you guys want to come up here and ask a question? We'll if give you, you a mic any, and everything. If you have any questions. And you'll be on an episode. Come on up. Yeah. Pop up. Line up. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Come on. I'm we'll not going to keep saying until someone gets up here. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay, too. Yes, yeah. So going back to talking about the legacy of the movie, mm-hmm. um, I heard, I mean, I read an interview with Taika Waititi uh, talking about that, you know, because a lot of people at the time were questioning why Thor went from being this type of character to being this completely different character mm-hmm. in Thor 3. Mm-hmm. And he quoted saying, the reason was that he's such a big fan of this movie that he looked at Jack's character. I as love that. Yeah. That's cool. That I you're love rooting that. For or, and like yeah. going full circle. Nice. Oh. Nice. Uh, that he's this guy that's constantly failing at battles and like somehow making his way across the movie. Yeah. And that's you good. see that happening with Thor through the movie. So what are your thoughts about like now that he came out and say that like if you see that influence in I'd, I'd love that. Absolutely, that's, that's yeah. amazing. Like I, I, I had no idea. Like I did notice the change in this, this character, but I never put that together. But now that we put it together, that is incredible because it's true. Like Jack can't get it together the whole <laughs> movie, and somehow he he's the hero at the end of the day. And like Thor is his his hammer's gone. He's yeah. dumped into this strange you know situation but somehow he makes it through but yeah that 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 is a really good like, like that's a, a good comparison when he's got yeah. like a ragtag crew yeah too. yeah wow i gotta rewatch thor ragnarok that. now that's pretty cool <laughs> with Very that in mind i love Open that our eyes 
Yeah, I feel changed. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, does somebody else have a question? Or it could just be a fact or comment. Yeah, yeah. come up. Or you can just say Jeff Burton line. Yeah, you can do that too. <laughs> Nick, Nick has done that. The checks yeah, in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, the question was when you all were kids, how many of you all like, wore the laundry baskets? Your heads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I definitely did. That. <laughs> I did. Think so. Like the, their straw hats, their like rodent hats that they wore yeah. were done. I was like, that is so cool. <laughs> so I was like running around the house with like this big like lampshade. Just knocking everything head. over. Like, yeah. <laughs> I wish it had been part of my bed, so I could have done that too. Well, yeah. it wasn't. So no. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Come on up. Yeah, line up. Oh, look at this. We got a line going. Yeah, we got a line. Hey. Uh, so there have been some rumors, and until a project actually happens, we haven't really know if it will, that there's going to be a sequel or a What? Yeah. Uh, nice. Dwayne Johnson was attached to the project at some point. I could totally see that. This is a, a movie worth revisiting in the modern times. If it was a, uh, a sequel, or is something just in the same world, or does it need to be redone, or does that kind of take away value from the original? I, mm, good question. I, for me, I don't know that I would want to see it redone. A continuation would definitely be up my alley. Um, and yes, of course I think that it's worth revisiting because it's so <laughs> ever. It's so classic. It, it, it's just one of those ones where like, if there was more of it, I'm always going to say yes. I, I think for, for being an hour and a half long movie, they introduced so many concepts to where if they did do this, there would be plenty of like material to work on. Mm. Yeah. Like they could totally just go uh, use like a different Chinese lore or something and, yeah. and build on that. Yeah. I, I mean, I would definitely want John Carpenter to be involved. Um, and I think maybe if they stuck with the tone of it being kind of, I know it wasn't retro when it came out because <laughs> it was the 80s, but I feel like if they revisited that campiness, that look, um, they could please fans now and still do something different. Um, make sure Kurt Russell comes back somehow. He doesn't yeah. have to be, you know, the main character of the movie, but it would be great to see him pop back in or yeah. something like that. Well, I can speak to that piece of it, which is okay. what's coming up anyway. Okay. Um, Hi, Devin. Hi. Hi, Devin. <laughs> when Carpenter was here for Frightmare uh, six or seven years ago, mm -hmm. um, one of the questions I asked him on the red carpet was, with so much love, for the characters and the movie in general, would you ever consider doing it again, going back into the well? He looks at me, <laughs> and if you don't know anything about John Hopper, know that he is one of the crankiest bastards <laughs> ever made. Why would I want to remake that movie? It's bombed. That was his whole response. Oh my gosh. I don't think his response has changed or softened over the years. That's, and that's as much it. as we love it, and Kurt Russell has said in a heartbeat, he would love to, ah. he, he would revisit, and he would do anything that John Carpenter asked him to do. Right. Anything. Because who wouldn't? Because who wouldn't, except John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hurdle. So as many times as you hear that there's going to be a sequel or a revisitation, know that it, in, in your cold geek heart that will never, ever happen. It's depressing. I, I hate we're never going to see another season of Firefly. Why are you? We're never going to see. Why are you bringing the room down? Because. Boo <laughs> <laughs> that man! Uh, and that wraps up. Our, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Um, 
<laughs> That's disappointing, but I could definitely tell from the audio yeah. commentary that they were real burned by the studio. Yeah. They did not, well, they mentioned it many times. And then another thing about it is that the, the way that the movie was originally written, it was like in the 1880s, a Western type of situation. And then they made them like, they brought somebody else in. They almost didn't even give the original writers their, their credit for it. So they brought in somebody else to, to modernize it, and they were pissed about that. And I mean, I'm glad that we ended up with the movie that we got, but I also would have been interested in seeing what they had originally put forth. Agreed. Yeah. Be neat. Oh. It, it, would it be very different or similar yeah. just in a different time? Yeah. So that, that would be interesting to see. Mm -hmm. Well, knowing that fact, that explains the shoes to me. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first, that's, that's a good uh, point. first piece yeah. of costume they got together. <laughs> I just keep it. So my question for you all, if you had the chance to be the casting director, mm. if you couldn't use the cast as is, who else would you have liked to see be in those roles? Oh, gosh. Ooh. I feel like we always play this oh. game when we watch movies. Um, yeah. I, think, I think a good Jack Burton would be someone like Chris Pine. Like yeah. Someone that's yeah. like kind of edgy, has that swagger, but it's just pulled back enough to where he's not like, terrible. And gets beat up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drew, good point. I know that this is going to sound goofy, but I would have liked to have seen Keanu Reeves in the movie. Mm. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Nick? Oh, man, I, I'm thinking. I'm trying to... This is the, the one quiz I can't pass. <gasps> I've passed all the quizzes in this episode, but I, I, that, this one stumped me. I don't know. <sighs> Time's up. Time's up. Okay, well, we'll, I'll, I'll, you, I'll you just shout out that. a name. And you know what I'm <laughs> like Someone... 10 minutes, I'll just shout a name. <laughs> 10 minutes later. Um, just kind of a general comment question, but uh, the campiness of this movie, you know, like, especially the deaths of the villains, like, yeah. really surprised me. So, like, <laughs> yes. I'm trying to think of like, another John Carpenter movie where that happens, or like, even another movie, like, you know, a horror action movie like that where it happens. And you know, like Lopan dies with a knife to the head, completely like instantly. Yeah. yeah, instantly. Thunder, apparently, his weakness is dealing with self-emotion. <laughs> he can deal with the death of his master. Yeah. And so, like, is there something else that you guys remember? I guess with like Carpenter, or even in that time period where like those villains died and like really weird, like campy. I don't know. Ways, you know? Ooh, like other one. than other than kind of the thing. Yeah. I, I can't think of anything yeah. in which it was so ridiculous. I'll like, think of something at like 1 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> it'll, but, it'll pop, we'll wake yeah. up and be like, oh, it was that one. And scare everybody in the room. Yeah, it was almost like when they were writing it, they were like, well, how do we get rid of these guys? Yeah. And I feel like... No, they're supposed to be like immortal kind of. <laughs> yeah. Sense. yeah, and it's like, so, yeah, I kind of forgot that, you know, Lopan's, the problem with his plan is he wants to be mortal again. Yeah. But then he could die immediately. And, and that and never it. happens in other movies when there's someone that wants to be mortal again. They no. don't think about that for some reason. No. They're only focused. So that's what, that's what makes that such a great ending Yeah, for they're that trying to take villain. like human form all the time. But it's like, you know how fragile we are? <laughs> right. And one knife to the head. One and yeah. so, uh, Any other? One yeah. bad clam. <laughs> one bad clam. <laughs> so in regards to a continuation, I have good ish news. Uh, there's Boom Studios is a comic publisher and they've actually published some Big Trouble in Little China comic books. Yes. Oh, there's a series called Old Man Jack that John Carpenter wrote. Oh. The good ish part of this is I've heard 
mixed things about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's out there if you want to go check it out. All well, right. there were mixed reviews about the movie. So true. <laughs> maybe true fans would still enjoy it. Yeah. I think knowing the characters and how this movie is, you kind of know what you're getting. Yeah. True. Yeah. You're not you're not expecting nice. like a Pulitzer Prize prize winning situation. It, it's going to be what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any anybody else any, got anything? any questions? Comments? Comments? No. Uh, recipes well, you want to share? <laughs> <laughs> Things you just want to get off your chest? I'm just yeah. kidding. Um, okay, well, I think that we're kind of towards the end here, so we're going to do our last couple of questions that I always do at the end of every episode. Mm -hmm. And I uh, want to ask you to, uh, Courtney, you go first. Sure. What keeps you coming back to this movie? Uh, why do you think you... The yeah. outrageousness of it. Like, seriously, like, <laughs> I you got to be in like that kind of mood like i want to watch something but i don't want to like have to like think too hard so it's definitely one of those movies that i can just i can put it on i can watch it i can laugh i can like cheer for it it's over the top goodness 100 percent. Uh, good answer how about you Nate? yeah I, I agree the camp i like the camp of it and uh and i mean i am a kurt russell fan so i'll pretty much you don't say anything he's had in, no idea especially if he's in a campy John Carpenter movie. Yeah. I, I had so much fun watching this movie the first time I saw it that I was like, I can't believe I haven't seen this before. And I love when I have that experience mm -hmm. where just the whole movie, I'm like, what? Like everything that happened, I just was like so excited for. And then it's over. And I almost wanted to watch it again immediately. And I've seen it, you know, a few times since then. Like sometimes we just have a Saturday night where we just like order a pizza and just have a couple beers at home. And I'm like, throw on Big Trouble in Little China. It's that kind of movie. Mm -hmm. Like it's just a fun film. Um, that kind of feeds into my next question. What would your movie pitch be to someone that's never seen the movie before? How, how do you describe it? Uh, if you want to see complete and utter ridiculousness with Chinese lore and fighting and guns and a guy who just can't get it together, this is the movie for you. That, that could be the synopsis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Nick. I don't, I don't think I'd tell him anything. I'd be like, hey, come check this out. Yeah. <laughs> And then just make them watch it, like <laughs> Clockwork Orange style. Oh my god. Oh wow, that's, that's really dark. extreme. I don't condone that, by the way. Tell um, in the room, just uh... no, I feel no, like. I, th I think if, if you do, like, hey, you want to see a fun movie? Yeah. And you yeah. put it on, they'd be, you'd be hooked. It's like, hey, I, you want to come watch this? I will say, so every time I do one of these episodes, you know, I spend some time looking for what I think is the best synopsis. Sometimes it's a sentence, sometimes it's a paragraph. I'll admit, I had a hard time <laughs> finding a synopsis for this movie that made It sounded made like sense. somebody just it, rattling off a bunch of thoughts. <laughs> it was like, uh, there's a guy, he's got a truck, and then he's gambling, and then they go to the airport. But then when they're at the airport, and like everything that I read was like that, so it's kind of hard to yeah, like pitch this movie it by, doesn't make sense. by explaining what it's about. But I would say it's the height of like cheesy 80s ridiculousness but it's john carpenter so it's good How and it's got kurt russell it's like an hour and 48 minutes i think yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's not even write a synopsis for the movie because so like it's only an hour and, hour and, hour and 40 minutes so <laughs> and much we're done happens. yeah so many things like, occur if tell you what's actually going on we're just going to tell you the movie because yeah right. like you're right like he, he shows up he's in his truck he goes to the thing he's gambling they go to the airport somebody gets stolen she gets sent to the brothel. Uh, the demons come down and take her from the brothel to take her to the guy, and then they go into the th place, but then they lose the other girl, and they leave, and they come back, and then, yeah. like Yeah, it's hard to explain without like, just what? sounding like you've 
you're talking about a dream. Yeah, like yeah. a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but it's so fun, and I think, you know, th- it, there's a reason why people love this movie so much, and it's just because it's so enjoyable. Like, it doesn't matter that when you really pick it, you know, that we never see his her friend from the airport ever again. Yeah. <laughs> or, or that, you know, everyone just explodes or, you know, uh, there are just randomly Chinese gods in Chinatown in San Francisco just walking around. Don't worry about it. Just, yeah, just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just no, no let, big deal. Like, that's a good, that could be another tagline. Let it happen. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like they're, they're, they're in secret. They know. No, that. yeah. I won't mess with him. He's, a, he's an ancient. He's an ancient, ancient lord. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? Okay, I won't mess with him. I think we were talking about last night, too. Another thing I appreciate about the movie is the, the casting. Yeah. Um, I, I'm so happy that they cast, you know, like... Actual Asian actors. Yeah, yeah. To put it bluntly, yes. <laughs> to, to get away from some of the stuff that we ended up... Like how um, uh, that one character in Aliens is not a Hispanic lady. Oh, yeah, Gomez. Gomez like is not a Hispanic Jewish. lady. She's a Jewish lady wearing <laughs> Hispanic lady makeup. And if you <laughs> learn about that and you're like, What? Yeah, you're like you, you're like no, no, no. You want to go back? And go, no, that's not true. And then <laughs> you're like, not oh, true. it is. So oh, I kind of think true. that was cool. They did yeah. that with this movie. I, I know that they had to convince the community there yeah. to be in it because they were like, "How are you going to portray us?" What was the movie that came out right before? I can remember. Really the, it was kind of offensive. It was kind of offensive. Yeah, yeah I don't so remember. Just hearing the synopsis. Yeah, yeah it's like everybody like, was no. concerned. Like I think the Asian community was like, mm, mm. "No, we don't like this." But then I think they talked to him. And all the uh, the casting they did, they're like, oh well, okay, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I think you might be right. You said the Golden Child. But okay. it was the Golden, golden Child. Okay, it just yeah. came out right before or right after. And and I mean, I'm not gonna lie, like okay. it doesn't seem like you know the way that the costumes look and the clans. It's not like I mean, I feel like they could have been more accurate. Like I think nowadays yeah. they probably would be more sensitive to that. Yeah. But the fact that he made sure that it was not you know, painting anybody in a bad light, and also that, you know, one of the main heroes was actually yeah. Asian. Good old yeah, good idea. But yeah, so thank you so much, guys, for coming out here. I really appreciate it. Like, seriously, thank you yeah. so, so, so much. Um, and, <laughs> and any of you here today, by the way, uh, the, the way that I select my guests is Basically, they reach out to me, and yeah. then they're on it. So, like, when I started the podcast a couple years ago, my guests were like, my husband, my dad, my uncle. And then it kind of, you know, spread out to where I have people from everywhere. I've had, you know, filmmakers on my podcast. I've had composers. I've had uh, other podcasters and some film critics. I think you even talked about uh, Highlander with an actual Scotsman. I yeah. did. I was like, oh, you're our first international <laughs> guest. That was a fun episode. <laughs> he was like, I hope you can. He, he, he was so nice. Stu was like, I hope you can understand me through my accent. <laughs> Apparently, that's been a problem. <laughs> oh, no. But he, he, he sounds great. Um, but yeah, so if you want to be on the podcast, like, please reach out to me. You don't, doesn't require experience because to me, what's important is that you love the movie so much and loving that movie makes you an expert, I think, in the film. Um, and you ha- probably have a lot to say and a lot of heartfelt stories, good times you had with the movie, like running around, um, with a laundry basket on your head. Yeah. Um, so, so please reach out and, and we want to hear yeah, about it. We want to hear about it. So yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.